Lord, indeed, you said it. I believe it. We believe the impossible can be possible. We believe that miracles are still being performed. And tonight, God, we lift our lives to you. We lift our concerns to you. And we lift our prayers to you. We've gathered together on this line on this Tuesday night just to declare that our God is great and greatly to be praised. We're happy uh, to welcome to our prayer line tonight not only those, my brothers and sisters who have joined us, but the Reverend Kate Ofrikuru is here to lead us in prayer, and we uh, ask her to come now. Reverend Kate. Thank you so much, Pastor. It is a privilege and a blessing to be back on the call um, leading prayer tonight. And I just want to um, share with you all just uh, really quickly out of Genesis. Um, and we're, we're just looking really, you know, at a very uh, familiar passage of text in Genesis uh, chapter 22. Um, I was listening on Sunday uh, to a preacher who exclaimed that the Lord had asked him to give up his Isaac. And when I heard that, the thing hit me in the chest. Isaac? Isaac, you mean the promise? Isaac, you mean uh, what I had been waiting patiently for, expecting? Um, Isaac, you mean uh, what I thought was not going to come and I had taken... Um, taking uh, the situation into my own hands and tried to make it work out in my own strength. Um, and then finally, Isaac came. Is, is, is this the, the Isaac? Is this the Isaac? Is, is, is this the Isaac? This is the Isaac. That's, that's the question I'm asking. Is, is, this, is this the Isaac? That's the question I'm asking. I'm like, Lord, what is Isaac? Isaac is not just the promise. Isaac was a test. And we see the writer of Genesis help us to understand that Abraham was being tested. That's how chapter 22 opens. And then we see uh, uh, that his whole journey with his servant and Isaac, and then they he leads the servant and, and continues on with Isaac. That whole journey was a test of faith expansion. And as we continue to meditate upon the theme, our church's theme for this year, um, I, I just, I, I wanted to share with you what the Lord had given me concerning this journey. Okay. As he's going along, Abraham is kind of feeling this weight of faith. It's a weight that says, there's no way I can possibly grasp what it is that I'm experiencing right now. But I trust God enough to say yes. Even with what I know he gave me. I know this is a blessing from God. I know that this job, I know that this position, I know that this house, I know that living in this place is a blessing from God. I have no doubt. And now Holy Spirit is saying to give it up. 
And Abraham's journey through the land of Moriah up the mountain. He is confident that what God has promised, God will protect. What God has promised, God will preserve. That God is still faithful, even in the midst of a, a, a circumstance and a situation that just plain doesn't make any sense. In fact, it might seem out like crazy. If I put myself in the feet of Abraham, I'm like, wait, wait, you want me to give up what you promised I would have? Uh, God, is that you? It's a question that I'd be asking. But look at Abraham's response. In verse 5, he says to his servant, um, to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go over there to where he's going to go sacrifice Isaac. And he said, and worship, and come again to you. I and the boy, not just me. I'm going to come back to you. He says, I and the boy, we're going to go, and then we're going to come back to you. So that's the first expression of radical faith. And then he, he goes on further. Isaac, being a pretty observant young man, Ask his father, uh, in verse 7, uh, my father. And Abraham responds, here I am, my son. Isaac says, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And here's Abraham's reply. God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. Even though Abraham knew that he was going up and his own son was going to be the lamb. He said, uh, God's promises are sure. God's promises are sure, and and this is my faith declaration that God's providing the sacrifice. Even though I'm being obedient to take my son and put him on the pyre, God is still going to provide the sacrifice. And then we see, then we see Abraham's response to God's faithfulness to his his response to the manifestation of his faith-filled declaration. Where in verse 14 he says, He called that place. The Lord will provide. And and the distinctiveness of this faith stretching, this faith expanding journey is then recorded in Hebrew chapter 11, verses 17 to 19. And the Hebrew writer takes the time to make this statement. He says, verse 17, by faith, Abraham when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received, right? He had this promise. He received the promises. He was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. He gave up his son and figuratively received him back from the dead. I wonder tonight, as we go before the Lord in prayer, I wonder tonight, what are some things that people on this line, my brothers and my sisters, that you are holding on to that God is giving up, God is calling you to give up, rather, so that you can see him bring that thing back better than when you had it. Take you to the next level of faith expression and faith-filled living. 
God is calling us to shift out of the place of complacency tonight. Shift out of the place of, of lackluster faith. Shift out of the place of relying on our own strength and our own understanding of what we see with our own eyes. And shift into the place of looking through God's eyes, of seeing the way God sees. And we can only do that when we give God our yes. Let us go before the Lord of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all to say thank you, O oh God. God, we thank you that you, Lord God, continue to show yourself faithful even when we struggle with our faithfulness. God, we thank you, Lord God, that even in this moment, Lord God, when we have heard from you, Lord God, about how you are calling us to let some things go, Lord God, even the things that we know that you have even provided for us, those things, Lord God, which we know, Lord God, came from you, were a blessing from you, that you're calling us to shift out of our old season, shift out of a place that has become a plateau in our spiritual journey with you. Shift out of a place, Lord God, that has become comfortable, overly comfortable, Father God, where we no longer feel the stretch, Lord God, of growth, of Lord God, of greatness, Lord God, that you're trying to pull out of us. Father, you're calling us out of those things, Lord God. And we come tonight, Lord God, to say thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us, Lord God, to enter into this space in this moment where we can hear from you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for calling our attention, Lord God, to the things that need to be changed. Now, God, we pray that you, oh God, in your, in your mercy, Lord God, that you, oh God, would wash us, cleanse us, and purify us again. Forgive us, Lord God, for the ways, Lord God, which we did with intention, Lord God. We did, Lord God, with, with a clear thought and mind to do it, Lord God. Avoid, Lord God, overtly, Lord God. Go around, Lord God, your will for our lives, Lord God. The ways in which we have withheld, Lord God, ourselves from you, Lord God. The ways in which we have allowed ourselves to be swayed by popular opinion. The ways, Lord God, in which we have allowed, Lord God, the tension and the weight, Lord God, a burden you never call for us to bear, Lord God, to keep us from moving, Lord God, and walking by faith. Have mercy, oh God, most merciful Father, for the way our speech has betrayed our trust in you. For the ways, Lord God, we've allowed, Lord God, our ears to be tickled, Lord God. For the ways, oh God, we've allowed ourselves to fall into the into the trap, Lord God, of allowing our feelings to feed our faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we're praying for you right now, Lord God, to do as the psalmist has declared. Purge us with hyssop, oh God, and we shall be clean. Wash us and we shall be white. And so tonight, oh God, we yield. We yield, Lord God, even our intentions. We yield our plans. We yield, Lord God, our desires, oh God. We yield our passionate pursuits. We yield, Lord God, the plans for our future. We yield, Lord God, how we see a circumstance, a situation. We yield, Lord God, what we think about our neighbor. We yield to you, Lord God. How we think, Lord God, our next paycheck is going to meet our needs. We yield, Lord God. How we think the doctor's report's going to turn out. We yield, Lord God. How our family members are, Lord God, interacting with each other. We yield, Lord God, tonight. And we ask you, Father God, to come in. Come into the places of our brokenness, Lord God. Come into the places, Lord God, where we've been struggling. Come into the places that we didn't even want to admit there was a problem. Come into those places, Lord God. And fill us anew and fill us again, oh God. Father, we're asking you tonight, Lord God, to help us, Lord God, 
realign our 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 perspectives, Lord God. Realign our understanding, Lord God. Realign us, Father, so that we might, Lord God, be able to clearly see and discern, Lord God, how you are leading by your spirit, how you are shifting and moving us, Lord God, even out of a place that you previously placed us in, even out of a thing you previously blessed us with. Lord God, that we would not come complete, become complacent and remain complacent in those things. But yet, Father, we, O oh God, would be yielded to the move of your spirit. God, we're needing you tonight, Lord God, to give us fresh eyesight, Lord God, fresh vision. Lord God, as we proceed, Lord God, and interact with the things in this world, God, we're understanding, Lord God, that how things have been so difficult for so many. Lord God, and there's a temptation, Lord God, to allow, Lord God, what we are seeing in the world, Lord God, to inform our conversation, Lord God, to inform our interactions with the people in the world and with the and 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 even inform, Lord God, how we, oh God, conduct ourselves. Father, in the name of Jesus tonight, we're asking you to realign us. We're asking you by your spirit as you pour into your people, Lord God, that the, the fires that have died down to embers, that you would reignite, Lord God, that you would stoke that flame again, oh God, in the name of Jesus. That, Lord God, we would be, oh God, those, oh God, who are moved and led by your spirit to dive into your word, who are moved and led by your spirit to spend intentional time with you to pursue spiritual disciplines, Lord God, that we will be moved and led by you, Lord God, to carefully and, and, and intentionally evaluate, Lord God, those things that are in our lives and people that are in our lives, Lord God, to be bold and courageous to move in the way that you're having us to move. Father God, to cause, Lord God, allow you by your spirit to cause us Speak, Lord God, to be changed, Lord God. How we speak about a thing, Lord God, to be conformed to the power of your word, Lord God, so that we can do what has been declared in your word, declare a thing and see that it's done for us. Father God, we renounce all of every word that we have spoken that has caused us to come in alignment with the ways and with the plans of the enemy for our lives in the name of Jesus. I pray right now, Lord God, that you would uproot, Lord God, and utterly destroy every seed that has been sown by virtue of what your people have spoken over themselves or others. We, oh God, denounce, Lord God, our association and our alliances, Lord God, with the plans and the schemes of the enemy by virtue of what we allowed ourselves to speak in the name of Jesus. And we declare right now good things, Lord God, are coming over, over our lives. Good things, Lord God, for our neighbors. Good things, Lord God, for our coworkers and our colleagues. Good things over our communities, Lord God, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven in the name of Jesus. God, we're thanking you tonight for how, Lord God, you've shifted us by virtue of what we've heard and received by faith. God, we're praying, Lord God, that even, Lord God, as we've taken the example of your servant Abraham, who spoke and moved by faith, and that it was accounted to him for righteousness. 
that, Lord God, you would lead us forth from this moment of intercession, Lord God, with greater faith, Lord God, and that from our greater faith, we would say greater fulfillment in the name of Jesus. God, we're praying tonight, Lord God, finally, that every need that is represented on this line, Lord God, that you would prove yourself Yahweh, Lord God, God who provides for us, Yahweh, Yahweh, Lord God, the Lord God, our provider, that you, O God, would move in hospital rooms, in hospice care, and rehabilitation centers, Lord God, bedrooms, Lord God, that you would move, Lord God, in the places where people find themselves in need of healing. The balm of Gilead be upon you now in the name of Jesus. We receive your word that says that healing is the children's bread. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all those who are dealing with financial lack. God, in the name of Jesus, uh, oh God, the word of God, your word declares that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So, Father, show yourself mighty and strong. Show yourself faithful for those who are in need. Oh God, even what they have. Help them to be generous at all, at all times, but also give them the wisdom and understanding to know, Lord God, how to steward that which you have given, Father God, that you would then multiply like you did for the prophet's widow, Lord God, that you would multiply their poor, Lord God, to even last, Lord God, beyond their expectation in the name of Jesus. God, we give you thanks and praise tonight for how, Lord God, you continue <clears throat> to use, Lord God, our leader, Lord God. We thank you for our pastor. We thank you, Lord God, for your woman servant, Lord God, which you, oh God, are using, Lord God, to pour into the lives and to challenge and to stretch us, oh God. We lift up Reverend Dr. Elaine Flake, Lord God, and pray that you will continue to strengthen her for the work. We thank you for our pastor emeritus, Reverend Dr. Floyd Flake, Lord God. We pray that you will continue to strengthen him in mind and body. We thank you, Lord God, for the Flake family, Lord God, for all they pour out, pour back into them, Lord God, continually, Lord God, and to overflowing. And for every person and family that is represented on this line tonight, God, we're praying and decreeing a blessing, a blessing, Lord God, that will be a blessing, Lord God, that will multiply upon a blessing, Lord God, as we continue to pursue you for greater faith and greater fulfillment. God, have your way in us, Lord God. We declare by faith that it is so, it is well, and it is done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. It is well, and it is done. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank God for this time of prayer, and certainly we thank God for the uh, prayer warrior who led us on tonight. Thank you so much, Reverend Kate. Thank all of you who joined us on tonight. And we go forth tonight in the blessed assurance that the Lord God is in our midst and moving on our behalf. Thank you so much, uh, everyone, and we hope that you will join us on tomorrow night when we will continue in prayer. We pray your time with us has been well spent and you have been blessed. And we hope that your entire night will be blessed. Your day tomorrow will be productive and peaceful and that you will join us again tomorrow night. God bless you. Good night.